वेलकम टू द मैराथन सीजन ऑफ नीटेबल एम डी एस की पाठशाला पॉडकास्ट आई एम योर होस्ट डॉक्टर एंड यू आर अटेबल ट्यून इन फॉर अव एपिसोड एवरी डे टिल द नीट एम डी एस ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी टू एग्जाम इन दिस सेक्शन ऑफ ओरल सर्जरी वील बी डिस्कसिंग द चैप्टर टी एम जे एंड मैगजरी साइनस we'll be learning some concepts and solving some questions so let's get straight into it now tmj ankylosis is a very common temporomandibular disorder but what is the commonest cause of tmj ankylosis is it trauma developmental disturbances infections or atrophy the correct option is trauma so trauma will be the most common cause of tmj ankylosis because trauma results in extravasation of blood into the joint space which is also called as hemarthrosis and this predisposes to calcification which finally results in ankylosis next one a tmj which get frequently dislocated the common cause can be option a spasm of muscles of mastication option b the articular eminences being smaller or c decreased freeway space or is it d all of the above the correct answer is b that is the articular eminence is smaller so spasm of muscles of mastication is responsible for acute dislocation but for recurrent or frequent dislocation ligament and capsular flaccidity and flattening of articular eminence and trauma are the causative triad So if a TMJ is getting frequently dislocated it is related to a triad consisting of capsular flaccidity flattening of articular eminence and trauma Next question there is a procedure where repeated dislocation of condyle can be treated by intentional fracture of the zygomatic arch and reunion what is this procedure called as The answer is Dautre's procedure D A U T R E Y Dautre procedure Next let's discuss some of the surgical procedures to treat TMJ ankylosis Now there can be three techniques for the treatment of ankylosis one is condylectomy second is gap arthroplasty and third is interpositional gap arthroplasty Let's look at each of them Now condylectomy is indicated in case of fibrous ankylosis Gap arthroplasty is indicated in cases of bony ankylosis where osteotomy is performed to remove 1 to 1.5 cm of bone and the lower stump of bone is reshaped like a condyle while interpositional gap arthroplasty in this method material like tentalium steel acrylic they are interposed between the bony fragments for preventing reunion next question In dislocation of jaw the displacement of the articular disc beyond the articular tubercle of the temporomandibular joint results from spasm of or excessive contraction of which of the following muscle is it a buccinator b lateral pterygoid c masseter or d temporalis the correct answer is lateral pterygoid next question double contrast phase contrast arthroscopy is a technique which is used to study which part of tmj the answer is it is used to study the joint space 
moving on which of the following symptoms are related to maxillary sinusitis is it a tenderness over the involved area b post nasal drip c change in phonation or d all of the above correct option is d all of the above next is the statement true or false tmj dislocation will lead to deafness is it true or false the correct answer is it is false tmj dislocation will not lead to deafness it can lead to symptoms like anterior displacement of condyles anterior open bite and it can be reduced by applying pressure on the mandible in downward and backward direction next there is a procedure called berger flap what is this procedure used for the answer is to treat oroantral communication we had discussed in the previous episode about oroantral communication usually it is caused due to dislocation of a tooth into the maxillary sinus so this procedure berger's flap is also called as modified rehermans buckel advancement flap which is used to treat the oroantral fistula next the alkayat and bramley approach to the tmj is a modification of which approach the answer is preauricular approach the alkayat bramley approach is a modification of the preauricular incision where the upper part of the incision is extended in a question mark fashion remember this term question mark fashion this approach will expose the joint without damaging the temporal branch of facial nerve next the dislocation is treated by forcing the mandible in which direction the answer is downwards and backward direction next question trismus can be due to the inflammation of which of the following muscles a medial pterygoid b facial nerve irritation c superior constrictor or d buccinator correct answer is a medial pterygoid the most common cause of trismus is due to infection adjacent to the muscles of jaw closure which are masseter medial pterygoid and temporalis and this infection can be mostly due to involvement of pericoronal submasseteric and pterygomandibular spaces next question aminectomy is done for the treatment of is it tmj ankylosis or tmj dislocation correct answer is tmj dislocation this procedure that is aminectomy it involves the excision of articular eminence and thus allows the condylar head to move anteroposteriorly free of obstruction moving on the nerve that may be injured in submandibular incision is the answer is marginal mandibular branch of the facial nerve so where is the submandibular incision given it is given about 1 cm below the angle of mandible this is usually used to surgery on ramus and neck of condyle and this is a good approach for the placement and fixing of costochondral graft but the disadvantage is that it can lead to the injury of marginal mandibular branch of the facial nerve next how does the face look in ankylosis in unilateral ankylosis the face will look asymmetrical with fullness on the unaffected side of mandible and flattening on the affected side whereas in bilateral ankylosis the patient will have a bird face appearance or bird face deformity 
Now, what is the treatment choice for a 8-year-old child with TMJ ankylosis? The answer is gap arthroplasty with costochondral grafting. These autogenous costochondral graft, they act as a growth center to the TMJ area to provide future growth of mandible. A minimum of 1.5 cm of chondral graft is harvested through the inframammary region. Either 6th or 7th rib is harvested. So treatment of choice for an 8-year-old child with TMJ ankylosis is gap arthroplasty with costochondral grafting. Moving on, which is the most common dislocation of TMJ? Is it anterior, posterior, medial or lateral? The answer is anterior. Next question. During extraction of a maxillary molar, a root tip is left in the maxillary sinus. What will be the treatment of choice? The answer is to perform a Calvin Luke procedure to remove the root tip. The condition that is discussed in this question is oroantral fistula or oroantral communication and this can be treated by performing a Calvin Luke procedure. So now what is the entrance for a Calvin Luke procedure? Is it made at the malar eminence or the canine fossa or tuberosity or at the zygomatic ridge? The answer is the entry is made at the canine fossa. A semilunar incision is made in the canine fossa from canine to the second molar area above the apices. And that is how the entrance is made through the sinus in a Calvin look procedure. Now this condition, oroantral fistula, can occur most commonly during the extraction of which tooth? The answer is maxillary first molar. And the palatal root of maxillary first molar, which is broken during extraction, is the most common cause of oroantral com communication. Sometimes a conical maxillary third molar also slips into the antrum along the fracture of tuberosity and can create the oroantral fistula. But the most common cause is palatal root of maxillary first molar. Next question. The maxillary sinus will drain into a. Middle meatus, b. Inferior meatus, c. Superior meatus, or d. Sphenoethmoidal recess. The answer is a. Middle meatus. Next question. Hydrocortisone acetate is an intra-articular injection which is injected in painful arthritic TMJ. Now why is this injected? What is the reason? Is it a. To increase the blood supply? b. To lubricate the synovial joint, c. Anesthetize the nerve supply, or d. Decrease the inflammatory response. The obvious answer is d. That is, decrease the inflammatory response. This compound, hydrocortisone acetate, is a corticosteroid. So, it will reduce the inflammatory response where it is used as an intra-articular injection and thus help in treating the arthritic TMJ. Next, nasal antrostomy is done from A. Middle concha, B. Inferior concha, C. Middle meatus, or D. Inferior meatus. The correct answer is D. Inferior meatus. The main aim of nasal antrostomy is to allow the drainage from sinus to occur into the nose. If nasal antrostomy is not done in inferior meatus, it will result in incomplete drainage. So, the draining is done through the inferior meatus. Next question. 
During extraction of maxillary second molar, a 0.5 mm perforation is created in the maxillary sinus. So what would be the appropriate treatment for this? The answer is no treatment is necessary. If the opening is small, a good clot is formed and normal healing will occur without any complications. But if the opening is large, immediate closure should be done to reduce the chance of contamination and formation of an oroantral fistula. Here the opening that is in question is 0.5 mm, so it is really small and no treatment is necessary. Now, which of the following procedures can be done to treat an oroantral fistula resulting from posterior surgery? Is it A. Buccal mucoperiosteal flap, B. Palatal mucoperiosteal flap, C. Bridge flap, or D. Palatal island flap? The answer is D. Palatal island flap. This palatal island flap harbors the greater palatine vessels that provide a rich blood supply to the flap. This technique involves mobilization and rotation of large mucosal flaps to cover the osseous defect with soft tissues, and the margins of which are sutured. Next, if you take a radiograph of a sinusitis patient, what will be the radiographic feature? The answer is, the radiograph will show clouding and fluid level. So to view the radiographic features of maxillary sinusitis, we'll have to take the water's view or occipitomental at 15 degrees, which is the most valuable radiograph for the maxillary sinus. In odontogenic sinusitis, there is either totally opaque sinus or a fluid level is observed. In acute maxillary sinusitis, it shows uniform opacity and sometimes a fluid level is discernible. In chronic maxillary sinusitis, the radiograph will show pan-sinusitis, there will be a presence of fluid level. It will also show thickened lining membrane, opaque air space may enclose the polyps associated with the mucosal thickening. And in case of presence of tooth or root, the characteristic outline will be seen within the sinus. Next, what kind of a joint is a temporomandibular joint? Is it A. Diarthroidal and ganglioidal joint or B. Ball and socket joint or C. Hinge joint or D. Fibrous joint? The correct answer is A. It is a diarthroidal and ganglioidal joint. It is also called as ganglioarthroidal joint. Now the joint which histologically and morphologically best simulates the TMJ is which joint? Is it A. 5th costochondral graft B. 3rd metatarsal graft or C. Sternoclavicular graft The correct answer is C. Sternoclavicular graft Next question A patient's chin and mandible deviate to the right side upon opening. What can be a possible cause? The cause can be hypoplasia of the right condyle. Now let's discuss hyperplasia and hypoplasia of the condyles. In hyperplasia of the condyle, the patient will exhibit a unilateral, slowly progressive elongation of the face with deviation of the chin away from the affected side. In hypoplasia, if there is severe unilateral arrest of growth, it will produce facial asymmetry accompanied with limitation of lateral excursion on one side and exaggeration of the antigonial notch. While mild disturbances present only lesser degree of these features. One thing should be remembered that growth frequently persists in this condyle until the age of 20 years and even more. 
and growth potential is maintained indefinitely unlike most other joints in the body now few conditions where the jaw deviates to the same side are ankylosis of tmj subcondylar fractures and hypoplasia of condyle so in hypoplasia the jaw will deviate to the same side but in hyperplasia the deviation of the chin will be away from the affected side next question obstructive sleep apnea can be caused by which of the following a mandibular amyloblastoma b dentigerous cyst c orbital fracture or d bilateral tmj ankylosis the answer is d that is bilateral tmj ankylosis now this obstructive sleep apnea syndrome or osas is a life threatening disease resulting from total or partial obstruction of the upper airway during sleep due to the narrowing of upper airway the most effective surgical treatment for management of obstructive sleep apnea is maxillomandibular advancement as it achieves enlargement of the pharynx but today the use of bilateral circum osteogenesis for management of obstructive sleep apnea secondary to temporomandibular joint ankylosis in adult patients has been proved promising primarily because of the less invasive nature of the procedure so bilateral tmj ankylosis accompanied by mandibular micrognathia and obstructive sleep apnea and hypopnea syndrome can be corrected effectively by simultaneous internal distraction osteogenesis next question the most frequent direction in which the articular disc gets displaced is the answer is anterior and medial direction next question a nasal antrostomy which is followed after calvin look procedure is created above or beneath the inferior turbinate the answer is it is created beneath the inferior turbinate so intranasal antrostomy is performed to facilitate the drainage at the conclusion of an operation performed either to close an oroantral fistula or to remove a tooth or root from the sinus now the surgical procedure for this intranasal antrostomy is a small sized osteotome is pushed through the inferior meatus in the nasal cavity into the maxillary sinus and then the procedure for surgical drainage is a topical anesthesia ointment is applied to the cotton wool which is inserted along the nasal floor adjacent to the lateral wall of nose near the inferior turbinate then a sharp trochar and cannula is then introduced along the floor of nasal cavity inferior to the inferior turbinate and so the answer to the question is inferior to the inferior turbinate next question in arthroscopy for tmj adhesion lysis the laser which is used is is it a hoyag b aryag c helium neon or d argon the correct answer is a hoyag so for arthroscopic removal of adhesions the superior joint space adhesions can be released with the sweep of a surgical probe for more definite and thick band they require sharp or laser dissection and multiple severe adhesive bands may require a mechanical shaver or they can be lysed by using a hoyag laser next question all of the following are approaches to the temporomandibular joint except a hinge retromandibular approach 
B. Gilly's temporal approach C. Alkyd Bromley preauricular incision or D. End oral approach The correct answer is B. Gilly's temporal approach So the access to the TMJ is can be made through a variety of incision such as 1. Preauricular approach 2. Alkyd Bromley incision C. Coronal incision 4. Submandibular incision 5th post auricular incision and 6th end oral approach whereas this gilly's approach which was mentioned in the options it is used for access to the zygoma next question if a patient complains of heaviness of maxillary sinus the patient is prescribed mucolytics how will these mucolytics help so mucolytic agents are drugs that thin the mucus and secretions so that they can drain out the sinuses more easily they are often used in combination preparations with decongestants and antihistaminics these medications also increase the ability of cilia to clear and drain the mucus and thus brings about aeration in the maxillary sinus thinner mucus can be more easily penetrated by other medications such as antibiotics so a commonly used mucolytic agent is guaifenesin Next question what is the average mucociliary air flow transport in the maxillary sinus The answer is 5 to 20 mm per minute Since we are at this let's also discuss the pathophysiology of maxillary sinus The most common organisms found in acute sinusitis are streptococcus pneumonia Haemophilus influenzae and morexella catarrhalis in approximately 8 to 10% cases of acute sinusitis there is bacteroid species and staph aureus are the causative organisms the organisms that are commonly associated with chronic sinusitis are anaerobic bacteria such as bacteroid species fusobacterium streptococci venolella and cornibacterium species So this brings us to the end of this episode where we discussed about the temporomandibular joint and the maxillary sinus. I hope you liked it. These episodes are for rapid revision just before the NEET exam. See you in the next episode tomorrow. Till then, happy learning, NEETables.